0: This week, on the BevCast, in space, no one can hear Travis turn 40. Happy birthday from Becca and the BevCast. One star, you're a And now, for your regularly scheduled Variety Hour.
1: Do you like Imagine Dragons? Well, imagine dragging yourself over to patreon.com slash bmfcast, where you can get bonus podcasts from us, Your friends at The Bad Movie Fiends. Check it out. Patreon.com slash BMFCast.
2: All right, welcome to the Famicast Variety Hour. Hey, right, yeah, Friday Friday Hour. Friday hour. High excitement level for episode 36, we think. Yes. We so. that. Yeah, 36 We're, is the episode. It's definitely 36. Yeah.
0: Woo. I'm pumped. I, you probably can't tell, but I'm super excited about everything.
2: <laughs> everything is awesome, or so I've heard.
0: Yeah. I might look through this year. Hey. What's not to be excited about? Yeah. Living through next year. <laughs> well uh. <laughs> we'll discuss it when we get there. Oh, okay. Uh yeah, so so who I'm, are we? I,
2: I'm Harlow. Yeah.
0: I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. Yeah. And this is a
2: variety hour. We we start <laughs> off all like <laughs> you know, melancholy and sad and shit. I don't know. Yeah. Infinite I say sadness that. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's a podcast. Sounds
1: about right. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: I'm going to so, go, I'm so, gonna go hey, buy a wrestling league. Uh,
1: <laughs> so, uh, big news. Oh, yeah? We're 37.5% vaccinated. We are.
2: Sure. Almost climb, there. Climbing the ranks. Yep.
1: Yep. A couple weeks will be 50%. And
0: Yeah. We are making our way back to the studio. Yeah, slowly, that, that's but officially
1: surely. halfway back to the studio. Then, yeah. But yeah. now we're only just over a third there.
0: Yeah. By the time... Uh, the middle of April rolls around, Chuck and I will be hanging out in the same room together. Oh, yeah. All the like time. Like we man. have done so many times before. Yep, Just us. Just us buds. <laughs> just shirtless hugging and yeah. playing GameCube, <laughs> having a good time. Yeah. Just going
2: to gonna bro out. Yep. Mm.
0: That's right.
1: Yeah. So you guys going to watch any movies? No. Not? No. No? Okay.
3: No, we will have seen everything by then. Okay.
0: GameCube will be busy.
1: Yeah. Ah, that's <laughs> a good point. We're playing, playing some Zelda. Pikmin. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> so,
1: hmm uh, So, are uh, you going to watch anything in the meantime? <laughs> uh, I watched something in the meantime. Oh, really? Ooh,
2: I feel like yeah, yeah. I, I watched several it. things over and over and over again.
3: Yep. Not there yet, though. Oh, we're not? Yeah. No. What do you got? No.
2: What's new? What's cracking?
3: Uh, last Friday, at the hot new Eddie Murphy joint coming to America. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Landed on Amazon Prime. It sure did. Um... Eddie Murphy had a nice little comeback run. He did the Dolomite movie. He had a really killer episode of Saturday Night Live. And that's it.
1: (laughs) We're we're back to Eddie Murphy. uh, Current day Eddie Murphy. Man,
3: you want to talk about someone completely disinterested in being in a movie. Let me tell you about Eddie Murphy in Coming to America. Wasn't it Craig Brewer
1: again, too? Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's just, it's baffling. I don't I don't understand it. He seems like he is completely disinterested in being in this movie.
2: Yeah, it's weird because like it's not a, a wholesale failure though either. No, it's like not. it's got it, it's got moments and stuff in it. It does. It's it's and fine. It's, yeah. And Wesley Snipes once
3: again is stealing the movie from everyone right. else in it. Yeah. This is the second Eddie Murphy movie in a row that Wesley
0: Snipes has stolen. <laughs> Maybe that's why Eddie Murphy was like not <laughs> so into stolen. it because he's like. But he was man. I just cannot. He was committing when
2: he had the makeup on for most of his characters with the makeup on and shit. It was just regular Eddie Murphy who was just like, uh, I don't know. (laughs) See, okay,
1: so uh, is it like a Doug Jones thing now, where you or like a or uh, or Ron Perlman, where like the only good roles they have are when they're just slathered in makeup and prosthetics and shit.
2: Hmm. I don't know, because this didn't even seem like he was even attempting, like, half a shit of his old accent. Like, it, yeah. like not even at all. It was just like, I am... <laughs> you know, it was like, oh, okay, yeah. i steady Murphy now, all right. I, I'm, I made the mistake of rewatching oh, the yeah. first one oh, the too. day before... <laughs> Well, I saw and, something uh, where he was like, that's the only way to do it. <laughs> Go back and see all the things we reference and all that. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh,
3: yeah, because this is a references. This movie is filled with like, yeah. if you haven't seen the first one, like half the jokes in this movie won't make any sense because they are directly referencing the first one as if 40 years haven't gone by. <laughs> um, I feel it's, like it's, it's weird how many like 40 how they, years
2: they dug up everybody too. like, I mean, yeah. like
3: Eric LaSalle is the
1: only person who is still alive who is not in this movie.
2: Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. And he
1: was the one I was going to
2: ask about, because
1: yeah. I could not tell you the last thing Eric LaSalle was in that was not ER. Well, they also I, he, didn't bother
2: I, to get his, uh, the, the younger sister. So it's assumed that the two of them just went off and...
3: <laughs> I, I looked whatever. her up. She retired a long oh, really? time okay. ago. Like, she just dropped
2: out. Yeah. Of well, I'm just acting. saying, they got Mr. McDowell back, you know, John yes. Amos back, and it was like, you know, it was like, all right, well, just not the other daughter, Eric LaSalle, like, whatever. Yeah.
3: I don't know. I just, I, I was really pleasantly surprised by rewatching that first film because it seemed like it it had uh it had its head on straight it was a very nice story in that it was eddie murphy's character refusing to like i don't want to be rich i don't want to have your arranged marriage i want to fall in love normally and and find someone who's my equal and i'm going to work for it and you know i'm just going to be a dude and that was really especially for an 80s movie that was super refreshing in this movie, he's just dumb.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, isn't that The Prince and the Pauper? Isn't that what that story is? It's like, or something, yeah. or one of those, I mean, it's a classic fairy tale, right? Where he's sure. like, I'm going to go amongst the people and yes. find true love, whatever. Yeah,
3: yeah. it's, it's not an original tale, right, but right, it is, right. it, for an 80s movie, it was nice. This one, he's just he's just dumb. He doesn't, he's just like, hey, you know, my dad's going to die and I'll have to make peace with these crazy Wesley Snipes people and do whatever that takes. And oh, well, it's just, I don't know. It seems like it has six different main plots and none of them ever get fleshed out. Uh, they just, they kind of jaunt back to America once or twice. And it's, they're there for like 12 minutes. They're just like, oh, we have to go to America to find my son. And then they're like, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it's going to be this grand adventure. Cause there's like Arsenio Hall's playing a new made-up characters like this spooky witch doctor guy and he's like ah you have to follow the thunderbird to find your son and they just they walk into the barbershop shop and they're like have you seen my son and they're like yeah he's over there <laughs> and then they just walk over there and there he is there's no adventure to this at all. It's just like, oh, he, yeah, yeah. Well, they they son.
2: make half a joke about like you know how Queens is now like you know super gentrified and everything. Right. But here's the one barbershop still holding out amongst all the you know soy latte, whatever, <laughs> herbal yes. blah-de-blahs, yeah. high colonics. But Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it's just like, yeah. But yeah, they they're just like, yeah, not kicking us out. And yeah, they're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he's over here. Yeah. And yeah. It's just like two seconds later, like, oh, here's your son. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. And from there, it's it's just I don't know who the main character is. I don't know what the main plot is. It's it's just a bunch of stuff. It's it, there yeah. there are a handful of funny things along the way, but I I think without Wesley Snipes and this the sequence at the end of the movie, I would just be like, that's a nothing movie. Like I don't even know why they made that. Um, mm. So well, that's a bummer. Because I mean, at least my favorite thing from the original film comes back in this one. And is done well, so.
2: <laughs> yeah. Are you referring to the ending? I'm referring to sexual chocolate. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. I was like, <laughs> I don't know why we're beating around the bush, but yeah. <laughs> Let's just say. I mean, it. it's in the trailer. It's yeah. not a big deal.
3: But mm-hmm. it's just, they they do treat it like this. Oh, who's it going to be? And I'm like, I know who it is. <laughs> yeah. There's seven minutes left in the movie. I know who this is. If you're yeah. And if you're not doing that, I'm going to be really mad. <laughs> uh, so, I don't do know. It's it's a bummer yeah i just i just it's not boring and it's not bad i i was interested the entire time but it's just the first movie has this thing where it is uh it forgets to be a comedy a lot and it's just like
2: we're telling a story and i mean it's kind of like trading places i mean trading places is like hey there's spurts of jokes but like it's telling a story for most of that movie right and And the first one does that
3: too yeah uh This one is just kind of, it's just a movie. And if we remember to put a joke in here, we will. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just equate it to when I was writing reviews for the horror thing. I'm like, I just, it's a first pass. Just get it out there. I just have to get it out there. If I had more time, I would put jokes in here, but I can't, I have no time to Mm -hmm. think of a joke. So I'm just going to talk. That's what this movie feels like. So
1: I don't know. It's yeah. So for somebody like me who hasn't, like really seen the original in 30 years probably now. And I've caught like bits and pieces on TV. Like if it's on cable or something and I'm flipping through and I'm like, Oh yeah, coming to America, Mm -hmm. you
2: know, like, so I will just like retain none of this. No, way it I, I, I don't think it's like, it's one of those things, it's not made for anybody, but fans and fans are probably going to mm. be disappointed. So it's it just ends up one of those like, <laughs> right. why, why did you do this? Yeah, not, <laughs> like, not for like, anybody like, well, I mean, you've painted yourself into a corner for acquiring new audiences, you know, by making this esoteric thing that relies solely on the original. And then you're like yeah. phoning it in for a lot of it, you know, plus like filming during the pandemic and shit Was clearly. it ever
1: supposed to be a theatrical thing or was it always it was, just yeah, going to go straight right to...
3: No, it was going to be, it was supposed to come out in theaters. It, it should have already been out in theaters. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's not awful, but yeah. I mean, as far as those, like, why did you make the sequel things go? But yeah, it's, I mean, I've seen the original so many times and I still, in the rewatch, I laugh out loud at yes. the sexual chocolate scene. I do yes. every time that is just like, I. It, it's like a perfect comedy scene because it's like the, the 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 audio is perfect like the foley is perfect like everything is so perfect in that for to like make that the funniest thing possible yeah it's just that yeah. entire sequence
3: the Black Awareness Week pageant yeah. is just everyone if that was a short film it should win every award ever it is the single funny funniest segment of a movie I think it just kills every time every yeah. time yeah
2: it's so good <laughs> yeah I think I think Leslie Jones helped save coming to America as well. I'm saying like I I was I was with most of what she was doing like mm-hmm. I don't know but yeah and Tracy I mean like I feel like any time if you have a movie and Tracy Morgan and Leslie Jones are in it they they have to be relatives because like I mean it's just like it, it just it just they just have to be they I mean they're 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 like long lost siblings yeah <laughs> and they so they have to do one de aging scene to
3: make the plot make sense which is stupid but. Mm-hmm. It's just amusing that it's really good on Arsenio Hall and it looks fucking terrible on Eddie Murphy. And it's like, mm-hmm. you could just imagine, like, Arsenio Hall was like, yeah, do whatever to me. And Eddie Murphy was like, no, yeah.
2: I'm not doing that. You get one <laughs> pass.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Put the dots on my face for half a second then I'm out of here.
2: Here's my headshot from that time. Make it work. Right. Yes. <laughs> it's almost like a floating headshot. It, it probably seems, was. It's, it's I say that bad. jokingly, but that probably is actually what he said. Yeah. Here's a headshot from that time. It's weird because Arsenio Hall is so
3: good. Like you look it's like wow, they really did an amazing job. I can't wait to see what they do with Eddie and it's just like oh no. <laughs> this wait, is like
2: <laughs> did they make Arsenio toys back in the day with him being popular on TV? Like I'm wondering cuz like they may have actually had time period facial scan shit from the time. I don't they think there was ever him. an
0: Eddie Murphy figure of any kind. He was not exactly... Well, they had that big old yeah. head from that one uh, movie. Oh, yeah, that... that oh, right. Meet Dave, Dave. Meet Dave yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
3: but that was Yeah, they, like, do, yeah, they do have that big head.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I'm just wondering, like, maybe they actually had period-specific scanning <laughs> for already.
3: So. I mean, trust me, as many times as he has put his face into makeup, there are numerous scans of his head out there. They just... Sure. Molds and scans and busts of his head exist, but... Man, for they yeah. ask him to put dots on his face. He was like, "Absolutely not! I'll be in my trailer." <laughs> Wesley and I are going to hang out.
2: <laughs> He's giving me some tax tips. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it's it's totally fine. It's watchable. It's it's not boring or offensive or anything. It's sadly PG thirteen. Oh which... yeah, that
2: was fucking weird and off putting. <laughs> like at a certain point, when it when like at first it didn't dot on me, and all of a sudden I was just like. Oh no, no! Why are you doing this? Like, yeah. I don't know why. That just like, that is a thing that just at the very core of me offends me for some reason. Like making a sequel to like something that's known for being crude. Like you know, yeah. it's like the AVP thing where it's like, how the what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> now you don't you don't make a sequel to six rated R movie things and then be like, I don't know, PG thirteen. Now that we got them together, <laughs> yeah. Because at one
3: point Eddie Murphy calls himself the MFing King, and right. I went, oh man. Yep. <laughs> why Mm -hmm. so Eh, yeah it's a
2: movie yep sure is well
0: speaking of movies you haven't seen in a very very long time um (laughs) one of those movies that's so far into the like nerd canon or like nerd like all nerds love this movie all nerds from the eighties love this movie. Like everybody has watched it a hundred times, and they can all sing the song, and they all love the dog, um, which isn't a dog; it's a luck dragon. I watched The Neverending Story <laughs> for the first time in my life. Oh, okay, um, all right, for the
1: first time in your life, for the first time in my entire I, life, I've never seen it. It was, and never, my wife
0: references it, it like every other day. Somehow, it never looked appealing to me, and. I was right. I could have gone the rest of my life not seeing it, and I would have been fine. I'm sorry. You would not have seen a horse die in a swamp. <laughs> I, but lo, there it was, and there was, look,
1: yeah, I, I,
0: those two kids in that movie ruin it, and it was, <laughs> and it's bad to begin with, and they ruin it, like, okay, the.
1: Yeah, but they ride on Farquhar or whatever that dog's name is at the end. Salcor. Yes. Farquhar. Farquhar. They ride
0: on Lord Farquad. Um Here's the deal. There are a lot of movies that just absolutely ripped off NeverEnding Story and good. I'm glad they did because NeverEnding Story has some great ideas, but it's not good. Like, it's just... I, I i tried to like find my inner child and show him this movie while i was watching it but it just i i he didn't like it either i i don't so so here's my request i want to know what other people see in the never-ending story that is so good because i can't see it and there's gotta be something about it other than nostalgia nope. um that that is good about it. No. Because otherwise there wouldn't be billions of 30 something and forty somethings out there like quoting it and it wouldn't have been a like major plot line from Stranger Things had there not been something redeeming about it. And I can't find anything redeeming about it except for what it inspired in the future.
3: I, I can't, I can't justify it. I can't, I mean, I liked it when I was a kid. And so therefore I still kind of like it. I don't think it's great. I think there are better eighties movies. I, I, I rarely go back and ever revisit the never ending story. I want to ask you, since this movie is fresh in your mind, BJ. Yeah. uh, What's, what's the name of the princess that the kid shouts out at the end? Farquhar. Nope. <laughs> She's like, say my name. And he's like, I will. Blah, blah, blah.
0: <laughs> Bonobo?
3: I don't remember what it was. I have no idea. I've never known. I've never known what that lady's name is. The kid gets up and shouts the name. and I'm like, I don't know what you said.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Frank. Did she have a name? I I'm she not did. sure. Yeah. It was his mom's name. Oh, that's right. His mom was named Frank. Can I still be Garth? <laughs> yes. <No. laughs> um. So what? Yeah. What made you decide
1: to take this childhood non-nostalgia trip?
0: Okay. Uh, well, I had a uh, a friend of mine was up here to to do some work, and uh, so we were we were watching movies. Uh, he had to he had to come do some work in town and he needed a place to stay. So we were watching movies while he was here. And um, the other movie that I will mention, I was, I was like, I don't care what you think we're watching this. And then afterwards I was looking through Hulu or something, or one of the numerous services. And I was like, all right, let's pick something that you like to watch. And I didn't want to watch anything he wanted to watch. So we watched Never Ending Story because he liked it and I had never seen it. So,
1: hmm.
0: mm. yeah, so. Uh,
3: well, you got two yeah. more to watch, so.
0: No, you don't. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely do not. I will not be watching any more Never Ending Story. Also, real dumb to make a Never Ending Story. Uh, no, wait a minute. I retract that. <laughs> That was a joke that worked in my head, and then I started saying it out loud. In it, mm-hmm. it, there should didn't just work. be lots of sequels and only sequels to that. Right,
2: really, yeah. That's it. It's a um, it's a Dennis Miller joke. I mean, I think they made the uh, last. Wasn't there a sequel to the Last Picture Show? <laughs>
3: there was, yeah. yeah, Texasville. Yeah, there you
0: go. <laughs> One more yeah. picture show. <laughs> they didn't call it the Laster Picture Show. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I was just first thing thing that popped in
2: my head of like things that shouldn't have sequels, (laughs) like the Last Picture Show. The chat is saying Moonchild was her name. Moonchild? I think that's a lie. It's
3: it's bullshit. I don't
2: believe that. I don't know. His mom might have been named Moonchild. I mean, that kid. I don't think all his faculties were there. And. Mom might have been doing the hippy dippy trippy dippy mushrooms at the time. Maybe yeah, I don't a, know. I've literally never known what that kid her, shouts at the other So are you I, saying? I mean, she named her kid Bastion. I mean, for fuck's
0: sake! So sure, you know, yeah, like, mm-hmm. both yeah. those kids had shitty names, and it yeah it certainly reflected in their uh, attitudes. Um, <laughs>
2: I'm so sorry. The think... never-ending Story touched
0: you on your never talk about parts. <laughs> <laughs> I I and. Uh, somebody in the in the live chat is mentioning that the practical effects were great, and I don't think that they were that great. Like, but, I mean, puppet... not by Henson standards, but the the construction was pretty good, yeah. but the puppeteering was really bad on all of the puppets.
2: I I think, I think it's just one of those cases where it's like. I you know look, let's be honest, like Dark Crystal is dark as fuck. I mean It you is. You had a you had a real fucked up childhood if you were like, Let's watch Dark Crystal over and over again. Um I mean and like there's only so many times you can watch Labyrinth, so it was just like, hey, yep. here's something else that is like that. It's not as good. You know, clearly. It's fantasy with big yeah. Muppets in it's, it. it. It's sort of like when you run right out of He Man, you're like, I guess I'll watch Thundercats. <laughs> it's not as good. I mean not that He Man's good, but Yeah. <laughs> You just, so at that time, you're like 10 years
3: old, that movie comes out, and... It fucks you're, you up. It, yeah. you, well, your dumb brain is like, oh my god, this is the greatest thing ever, and you're not really looking at it like, eh, the, the puppeteer could be better, or something. Um, and that just carries with you, until you're an adult, and it either overwhelms you when you watch it again as an adult, or you're like, nah, I was a kid watching this again, so... That's all it is. That, I mean, but that I mean, movie is more nostalgia heavy than in, in
2: many of the other 80s movies. I mean, that's just, I mean, that's also like, it's listed in there and like the fucking gut punch, you know, moments of like sure. the horse dying. I mean, it's fucking, we joke about it now, but like, shit was traumatic when you watch it and you don't, I mean, especially like in a movie like that, you don't expect something like that to be able to happen. You know, like, I mean,
0: things like that don't happen in
2: movies like that. So, right. You know, I guess,
0: I guess yeah. if I was like six. Um, yeah, I would have had to been six for that to for the unexpected death of something you give a shit about to affect me. I guess, but as an adult, it's like, yep, right. I am saying <laughs> then it didn't happen in yeah.
2: movies. <laughs> you know, I am not talking yeah. about now. Like that's the beauty of hindsight. You also got to understand there were only six movies back then, right? Yeah, that's fair. That's well, fair. I was gonna
1: say that, like the late eighties, like VHS and cable. Mm-hmm. it's kind of like, especially Cable, it was like, all right, guess what's on again? Never ending story. You know, and it was, it's just kind of, some yeah. of those movies have become what they are through sheer repetition.
2: It came on yeah. after the Beastmaster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was either like, it was one of the few VH test tips you had in your house or like, you were lucky enough to like have something that just had a rip of something like I, you know, Explorers was not something that was on TV all the time, but I saw it a shitload because it was like, I had it, on a like you know a six hour VHS tape that Mm -hmm. was just like I don't know put it on HBO in the afternoon see what it records yeah it's free cable weekend record
1: everything on HBO (laughs) right (laughs) yep make sure it's an EP setting right yeah I'm
2: just saying like you find a movie and it's like I'm gonna watch this a whole bunch of times because I have it yeah yeah
0: I would like to finish out on a high note though Uh, the music whips ass music is killer I love every second of the music and never ending story I remember that theme song <clears throat> yes. And the theme song is is good. Um but the 67 different ways that the theme song that that motif in the theme song is uh riffed upon throughout the movie are mm-hmm. really good. It's fucking awesome. Um it's Giorgio Moroder. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Kicks Giorgio
0: ass. Killing It's good it. times, so. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, good. Jens will be pleased. Yes, of course. I guess that's all All I'm looking for. <laughs> so I, I don't have anything yes. to mention
2: besides having watched Flashdance again recently, but you just mentioned Ooh. Giorgio Ordo. I was like, all
0: right, it's
2: time yeah. to mention Flashdance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, might as well. Remind, remind you that Flash Dance is not good, but I love watching it. <laughs> it's one of those yeah, things yeah I feel the same way it's not a good movie but no, it's like it's I, not it, it's very you can look at it <laughs> it's not even like it, I don't even think it's like I mean look I think Jennifer Beals is, is obviously pretty I'm not gonna even mm-hmm. like but she's never she was never one of those like oh my god Jennifer Beals people for me I'm just saying there's something highly watchable about that movie and it's there's like zero nudity or anything in it I mean it's like for yeah. a uh, what's his face you know basic instinct writer guy I think it's the same person it's like oh yeah yeah, wasn't our Joe, I think it was Joe Producer, maybe. That's what it was. Okay. Oh, some, okay. Something like that same, you know, smut factory became basic instinct and whatnot. You know, I'm just saying like they were, you know, they yeah, knew what people smut wanted. Smut factory. You know what I'm saying? Like they were like, hey, just what do people want? Scanly glad dancing ladies. Just write a story sort of about it. And then you get to show girls. Look what happens. Yeah. yeah Flashdance felt like one that would come
1: on HBO like in the 80s. And you'd be like, I'm going to watch this because there might be a tit. <laughs> and
2: then there never was. Yeah, but like Flashdance is now like you fire it up and it's like seven songs in a row that are fucking bangers from the 80s. <laughs> like just as mm-hmm. soon as that movie starts, it's just like, holy shit. Hit, hit, hit. Oh, where'd Chuck go? Bummer. All right. Well, we're going to keep going then. <laughs> Sorry, sure. Chuck. Chuck's
1: going to miss my talk about the feel good movie of the year, Nomad Land. Should I watch it on the Hulu. entire year? Yes. Is the feel-good story of someone who lives in a mining town that gets shut down to the point where their zip code vanishes, and uh, yeah, and then lives out of her van, going from that Amazon doesn't... job to shitty other job to shitty other job.
0: That doesn't sound like the feel-good movie of the year.
1: It's not. <laughs> <laughs> However, like it's uh, it's Frances McDormand and the like. David Statham is the only other actor I recognize because apparently everyone else is actual. Nomads, as they call them, are people who live in RVs and vans and just go from place to place, and that's their life. You know, it's like, oh, Amazon needs work at, you know, at Christmas time or whatever. So that's where the job is until New Year's. And then it's okay, moving on to here and moving on to there. And it just, ba- it's basically following this woman living this life for, you know, probably a year, year and a half, something like that. And luckily, It could have been just like a misery porn, like, let's just wallow in how shitty this life is, going, you know, scavenging for whatever and, you know, taking the shittiest jobs possible just to make ends meet. But they kind of turn it into focusing on these people learning to appreciate all the little things in everyday life, you know, and how that gets them through. Basically having nothing and, you know, living only in the present and not really being able to live for the future because all they're doing is surviving. So it kind of, it's more positive than you think it's going to be, but it's still like, man, that life sucks. <laughs> that life has to suck. And they obviously, they, they tie in a lot of stuff later on um, where she goes to, she has to stay with her sister at some point and her sister is not rich but well off and they basically have two guy two real estate dudes talking about you know oh well you got to you got to talk them into doing that basically it's like if it's this takes place in 2012 i believe and these guys were basically like cashed in on all the big short stuff And she basically has to call him out and be like, "Uh, no, like why, like why would you convince people to buy houses they can't afford just so you can make more money, you know? And they kind of tie in a lot of that stuff regarding, okay. Yeah. Like this country has fucked these people so considerably that they've basically just rejected it, so to speak. And they'd rather live off the land and, you know, find these jobs working at the national park, picking up trash for, you know, for a season. And then, just to have this life where they don't need much, and but you know everything they have is super valuable to them, and appreciating that stuff. So I think it's a good movie. I don't think it's a great movie, and I don't think it's one that I am going to be like, yeah, man, I need to go back and watch Nomadland again. Like that's not going to happen. Even though I do think you know Francis McDormand is really good at playing these world-weary, lived-in characters. And this is probably the most world-weary and lived-in character that she's played. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's just a really solid, well-acted movie. And they do a lot of, you know, there's there's a lot of sections of it where if it had some somebody doing a poetic voiceover thing, you'd be like, okay, this is like a Terrence Malick thing, right? But they thankfully avoid doing any, poetic voiceovers and just kind of like, all right, yeah, here's some shots of trees. Here's a cactus, you know, that sort of stuff. So, Cactus. Yeah. But yeah, it is definitely, it's a really, it's a really solid movie, but I don't know if it was like, I mean, granted we're in a weird year, but I don't know if it was worthy of being the best drama at the Golden Globes. So yeah, but it's, it's on Hulu and it's obviously if you have a Hulu subscription, it's free and it's, it's definitely worth seeing, but you know, it's not the happy, fun time that most of us are looking for. Hmm. Yeah, and it's interesting that it feels almost like a documentary, like not only in the way it's shot, but you know, because literally everyone else in the movie, their first name in the movie is the name is their first name in real life. So they were just like, All right, Dave, that's Dave over there, you know. So it's <laughs> It's it's definitely got that feel, but is Tony Danza in the movie? No. Oh, all right. I don't know if Tony Danza lives out of a van down by the river or not, but no, that's that's,
3: why that's I was Tony asking. Danza.
2: He might. <laughs> <laughs> he might. Yeah. There's also his cousin Tony Nissan stanza.
0: Mm. Yeah. <laughs> that whore stole my <laughs> Nissan stanza. <laughs> yeah.
1: So if you're if you're up for that type of the movie, it's it's a really good one. But usually I'm not.
0: I don't think my soul could handle that kind of thing uh, anytime soon.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you got it's it's when you definitely got to be in the mood for.
0: Yeah.
1: But yeah, it's there on Hulu. So enjoy.
3: (laughs) Well, speaking of moods, we've been in recently. Yeah. Repeatedly. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah i oh. hear two more of you have watched the
0: roadway of extraordinary <laughs> wonderful places <laughs> mm-hmm. the imaginarium of dr time loop
2: yeah i watched <laughs> nick and Nora's map of the
0: stars <laughs> of the fault of our stars uh-huh yeah uh this it, it is kind of nick and Nora's infinite time loop in yeah. some ways um,
3: i almost said that during when I was when I first started talking about it, but then I thought everyone would just go, no, idiot, shut up. It's nothing like that.
0: <laughs> the music really, really reminds me of Nick yeah. and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Um, the Map of Tiny Perfect Things. That's what it's called. Um, Nailed it. First try. Yeah. That movie is excellent, and you should watch it. Like,
3: 100%.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Go watch that movie. If, like... If you like time loops, if you don't mind a little, like... It's barely even a rom-com. It's sort of a a teen romance movie. Sort of. Hmm. Um, It's almost just a Best Friends movie. (laughs) It is almost just a Best Friends movie. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it's it's really excellent. Um, I... I like the way they kind of play with some of the the tropes of uh, time loopy movies. Um, and I really like the opening, like the opening scene is just, I, and I think Mackie mentioned this, it just drops you in with no like pretense. Like it's like, you, you know, what's going on here. You, you've, you've seen a time loop movie before. Here you go. We're doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, here's yeah. that part. That's normally 45 minutes into the movie.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's like if I watched Baby Driver again and like for the first time, I'd be like, wait, he's too good at everything and he's timed everything too well. Is this a time mm-hmm. loop movie?
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how to say anything more than, than what Mackie's already said about it. Um, the soundtrack is really good. Um, both of the leads are excellent and um, it's. There was a, there's a, I don't want to say a twist, but there's a thing that you're, that you're trying to figure out the entire movie. And I had it half pegged about halfway through. And, um, uh, so Tommy was here when I was watching it and he had, I think I mentioned that earlier. Uh, he had no idea. Like he was (laughs) not, I'm not trying to say he's dumb, but he was. Like the, well, <laughs> oh, I'm not I'm going to kidding. say he's dumb. He's not dumb. He's he's special, but he's not dumb. Um, <laughs> no, we all love Tommy. Yeah, I, I had it 100% pegged.
2: Like two seconds after the first reveal, it was just like, oh yeah, okay. Mm. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, like I said, that maybe, movie maybe a I, little close to home, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, I get this. I know. Yeah, that
1: here. that movie feels less about that being a big surprise. Right, you know, and more just like a natural catalyst, but right. it's The way it presents it is so that you are in the you're in the other character's frame of mind. Right. Like, what it's, is
0: going on? What is it's, this? It's intentionally trying to mislead you yeah. away from the truth because it's trying to put it's trying to put you in his shoes as opposed to her shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, and um it's actually like that whole movie is about being selfish and um so it's it's constantly i feel like trying to put you like it's trying to exclude others perspectives until a certain point um but yeah that that particular part of that movie hit me really hard and um but in the end it was kind of in the in the good way and it it's like that one or this is immediately added to the list of movies when I need a real a real good deep cry, you know, like when I really need to get something out but still feel okay in the end as opposed to like really get something out and then go sit in the shower for three hours um <laughs> this is one where I can like you know actually. Get out of bed again after mm-hmm. I've watched it. So, yeah, um, yeah I, I, I really enjoyed it, and I'm really glad that it was brought up so that in and put in front of me so that I could so that I could experience. I'm, I'm glad for the recommendation and for mm-hmm. its exi- and for its existence. Of course, we're glad Chuck found it. Yeah,
1: how did you find it, Chuck? What was the story there?
3: I, I didn't. Uh, someone on Twitter just put up a picture of the poster and said, oh, hey, this is a time loop movie. And I was like, what? And then I posted it in our Discord, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. hey, y'all gotta watch this dumbass Hallmark movie now, ha ha. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I'm gonna watch it, because I'm a dumbass. And then I was like, oh, no, that's really good. <laughs> so,
2: uh, it's, it's weird. So, when I looked at it up on IMDb, it has like a 6.8 out of 10. And I was like, hey. And then I was like, well, wait, <laughs> Actually, no. Like, I don't know what happened where it's like a 7 out of 10 is like a bad score or even close to 7 out of 10. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and I was like, that's actually kind of where I'd put it. Like, I, I didn't I didn't dislike it in any way. It's just like I can think of things like it that I liked better that I would go to first. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. things that put me in a similar mind frame and I would go watch them instead. It's like, and I was like, so, what? I don't know. It just, it got me thinking. I was like, yeah, why are we so like 7 out of 10? Fuck you. It's like, that's actually well, a pretty good score. <laughs> because the internet has trained us to see our thumbs up right. or thumbs down. Right. I guess. So It's either a 10 or a zero, and there's no in between. Yeah, I don't know why. I think it's just something about, like, having a six in it
0: at all, like, immediately it was just like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, it made me Tim Allen. I don't know. <laughs> well, but... six is close to five, and five is half of 10. Right. And you don't want to half-ass 20, one 30, thing. Yeah. You want a whole-ass sure. one thing. So... Mm-hmm you do half-assing sure. it is the same as not doing it at all mm-hmm. so it might as well be a zero so right. which looks like a bottle. zero stars <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i would rate I, it
2: higher but yeah I, yeah I, I I don't know it's just i thought it was fine like it yeah. it was pleasant it's a pleasant movie and that's okay yeah, yeah that is okay
0: well i hate you now for your for your uh, drubbing yeah. of okay sure nick and Nora's infinite time loop okay <laughs> uh so then
3: uh i had posted a poster of this movie in discord and because it just looked like kind of the garbage that we've been watching Mm -hmm. lately and i said what is naomi watts doing in these what happened to her how did this happen and then a week later someone's like uh hey guys it's a time loop (laughs) (laughs) and you know
1: the thing is when we were when we were looking up time loop shit Last week, like while we were talking about it during the episode, I think, or like after or something, I remember Mm -hmm. seeing that movie in the list and going, huh, maybe I should keep track of that and see if Mm -hmm. it ever comes out. And I never like realized that it was already on Hulu. Yeah. You know, it had been out a few weeks because it said something like 2018. And I was like, huh, I wonder if that's ever coming out. And then you posted about it. And then somebody said time loop. And I was like, well, son of a bitch. (laughs) Now I got to watch another one.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, This movie is boss level which uh, is on Hulu. Yeah. So you can you can pair it up with Palm Springs and have a good time.
2: Yeah. Uh, or the map of tiny perfect things. No, that's, no, that's on that's Amazon. Amazon. That's on Amazon. Ah. Right.
3: So you got to switch over to a whole different streaming Gosh, service. So it's lead. a nightmare. Now I'm confused.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, so boss level is... <laughs> hmm. Uh, stop employing Mel Gibson, folks. Just please. Like, his inclusion makes this less than, and it's... I mean, it's not—it's not not all that anyway. And his inclusion is just like very easy to be like. And I can't argue with you. Well, like, well, your argument of I'm not going to watch that because he's in it. I'd be like, yeah, you're not. I can't convince you otherwise because it's not worth convincing for. Yeah, you know. So like, just don't include him. You know, like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like you're alienating a certain segment of the audience. It might be like I'd I'd watch that movie, but it's got Mel Gibson in it, so fuck it. Well, okay.
3: So I think this director had worked with him before, so they were probably buds oh, okay. and he, he wanted to get this movie made uh but i will say that mel gibson's not in it a lot and nine times out of ten he goes out in a way where it's just like man fuck you mel gibson <laughs> yeah there well, there's a lot of like it, it kind of the same way he was kind of being disrespected not that i care but in the other movie the the hurricane
2: Person Puerto nature. Rico movie Forshen Maker, right? Uh, yeah.
3: Yeah, in that movie too, where it was just like, Man, they clearly hate Mel Gibson <laughs> and want to make sure he gets <laughs> fucking owned in this movie. And so <laughs> boss level's kind of the same way. I mean, he's the big bad of the movie, but he only really has a speech maybe halfway through the movie, like I'm the big bad, and then the rest of the time it's just like, Man, fuck you, Mel Gibson, get out of here. <laughs> um but yeah, this is more of a, uh, this is more of a video game uh, kind of deal, uh, which is just Frank Grillo is stuck in a time loop for reasons he doesn't understand, but it is, it's, I don't know, it's fucking crank. It's, he's gotta go, 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 because, like, uh... 20 cartoon assassins are after him at all times. Yeah, basically so, the
2: the part of the time loop he wakes up at every day is like a guy literally swinging a machete at his head that he has to yeah. duck like first thing in the day. <laughs> yeah. So it's like he has to start the perfect run mm-hmm. the second he wakes up in the in the loop
3: each time. Um and then eventually he realizes how to push through it and then have some some downtime to himself. Uh but man, I don't know. I I really haven't seen a lot of Frank Grillo movies and I realize maybe the majority of Frank Grillo I've ever seen is his Marvel stuff uh, where he's very punchable. Like, just like, man, I can't wait for you to get wrecked in this fucking elevator. You fucking douche. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, his level, so he's narrating the thing and it is super smarmy. Like, it is just, his, his delivery and attitude throughout this whole thing is just like, man, kind of fuck you, guy. Like, I... <laughs> I really don't really care about you. Uh, the movie then gives him some, some pretty good motivation halfway through or so where it becomes a little more humanizing. But for a while, this seemed like it was just going to be this kind of shitty surface level action movie bullshit. Uh, it, it does slow down and give itself some heart and uh, some some real world uh, stakes, I guess. <laughs> hmm about halfway through, shit gets really, really real.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, it's... Yeah, so the beginning of the movie is, like... I know you probably hate this comparison because I, I think you kind of like this movie, but this movie has does have a crank-slash-gamer pace to it, to a, to a degree. Mm-hmm. I mean, m- maybe more like gu- along gu- along the lines of Guns Akimbo, where it's just, like, it thinks it's a little slicker than it maybe is kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But then, like, this thing just takes a hard downshift into, like, drama... Like in a weird way, there's sec- like a second act, mm-hmm. you know, where it's just like it's kind of off putting to a degree, or maybe you're you're with it, but be ready for a pretty weird total shift, <laughs> you know.
3: Yeah, it's weird. It's it's a weird, like, bleh, we have attitude, meh, you know, and it's, and then all of a sudden it's like, no, we're a real movie. And it's like, what? You can't be both. <laughs> it's two different audiences you're going for. I, I still liked it. Um, I really by the end I was super on board with it. There's
2: some stuff at the end where I was just like, "Yes, do that. <laughs> That's great." Um, there there was one thing that really caught me off guard. That when it happened, I kind of cackled a little audibly. <laughs> like it's just kind of one of those action things where it's like, you know, your brain just like. I've seen enough action things. I know what's going to happen next. And you're just like sitting there and you're like, I didn't expect that.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There's a couple of those things. I I think it's, I think it's a dumb action movie. I, the, the specific reason why he's in the loop never makes sense to me beyond oh, no. these it's just be- science bullshit yeah the, the, the surface level it's a science fiction thing go with it is like that's, enough that's, for me that's but, the but point they try of, to explain yeah. it and I'm like this doesn't make any sense at all
2: <laughs> I feel like if they had much if any speech talking about the good reason for building whatever fucking thing they built yeah. I never heard it or it went in no. one ear and out the other because I was like why the fuck would you why <laughs> <I know. laughs> would you make this I know it has two purposes and they're both stupid <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, they don't explain the the yeah, MacGuffin no. of this thing well at all. It is just it's a glowing thing in the background where you're just like, ooh, that's the thing, and then they try to explain it. You're like, no, don't. It doesn't I, make sense.
2: I literally <laughs> thought it was a Stargate. I was like, wow, well, they built a Stargate in Manhattan or whatever, you know, <laughs> or right. Manhattan, Bulgaria, wherever the fuck they were. But I don't know. But yeah, I'm just saying like it's it's uh, mostly Atlanta. Okay, it's Atlanta. <laughs> but yeah,
3: yeah. Uh man, they they go to this underground gamer hangout at one point that's a fucking hollowed out subway tunnel or something that you have to just go through these caverns to get to. It's really it does, strange. It
2: does kind of look like they, uh, you know, commercialized the Foot Clan hangout from the first Turtles movie, where they're like, hey, what if we actually put a turd style here and make people come, come in to pay and come in here? Yeah. <laughs> and then works. they're still playing the same video games, because they're all like, hey, man, I'm I'm nine, and I like Street Fighter 2, and it's like, you don't know what the fuck a Street Fighter 2 is. <laughs> like, yeah. There ain't a nine-year-old uh, in the world that can do it. <laughs> They're like, get this fucking, use your hands as a fucking baby's toy. Get this up my yeah. face. Yeah, there's a whole the Street world? Fighter
3: montage that's yeah. uh, interesting. <laughs> but man, my man Frank Grillo is 56 years old, and that dude is fucking ripped.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> is he 56 for real? Yeah. Wow. Hey God damn, yeah. Frank Grillo. Good job. He spends a lot of time effective. in this
3: movie with his shirt off, and you're just like, that's a that's a good-looking old man.
0: <laughs> well, I had to remind myself who he who he was real quick so I looked yeah. him up on on the old internet. Uh-huh. Um, did you
2: never see The Purge 2, Chuck? Uh
0: n- d- yes, I did see The Purge
3: 2.
2: Okay, cuz I mean like I I I don't know. That was just like that was a smash cut of like Frank Reilly is in my consciousness now because it's like I watched the first Purge, which I you know, did not particularly care for, and somehow yeah. I was like, I'm going to watch the second Purge, and it starts the same bullshit, yeah. and I was like, oh god, why is this a thing, and why does anybody want want to watch it? And then he shows up and be like, let's fuck this shit up, and I'm like, yes! Frank Grillo, let's yes. fix this stupid fucking movie. <laughs> yes. He, his his arrival is very yes. cathartic in yeah, that, it, where it's it's just, just like, like, man, fuck this premise. Yeah, and then he's just like, hey, I'm here to fuck up this premise, and I'm like, yes, let's go.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, think, I think I just didn't he didn't stick with me because yeah. I didn't watch anything after the second Purge movie <laughs> that he was in. Um, yeah, it's 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 totally
2: fine. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah, like the second he showed up in the second Purge movie to fix what that dub series was doing, and I was like, I'm on board with this now. Yeah.
1: So yeah, yeah, I guess I need to watch Boss Level since I need to watch all Time Loop movies at this point.
3: You should watch Boss Level. I it it. Stupid or not, it is entertaining, and there will be moments in it that you will remember for the rest of your life.
2: <laughs> okay, one more time loop movie to talk about, and I believe you can skip this one. Chuck's opinion is probably going to be different, but
3: mine's a little higher. So, like after that is when I went and found that Wikipedia list that I thought was questionable because it had some bullshit on it. It's like
2: mm-hmm.
3: eh, Doctor Strange has a six minute time loop, and I'm like, no, uh, uh-uh. not a t- not, a- but
1: not a time whatever. loop movie. So it's a movie with a time loop in it.
3: Yeah. So it described this 2015 movie called The Final Girls, which is kind of a horror oh, I've heard of tribute thing. Yeah.
2: Um, which is not to be confused with Final Girl, which I believe I talked about having watched down here, which yes. has a... has a different movie. What's her face? It has a little bit <laughs> of sunshine in it. Yes. <laughs> Abigail <laughs> Breslin. Yes. right. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember her name. I was just like, it was the girl that was a little bit of sunshine.
3: Yes. Yeah. Um, So, this movie is about uh, a group of five kids who get kind of transported into an 80s slasher movie that is on a loop, which they establish, but then the bulk of the movie only takes place during one loop. It's very strange. Like, they -hmm. they introduce the concept that this movie is repeating, uh, that the situation they're in is repeating every 92 minutes because that's the length of the movie that they got trapped in, but... Then they never
2: do anything with that. Yeah, I mean, if you want to get you know pedantic, this is not really a time loop movie either. No, I think it's like, I think the time loop thing in the beginning was established because they weren't playing along, right? And like the second they were like to push them, yeah, and the second they were like, this isn't going to go anywhere until you participate, (laughs) because the second they participate, it's like, all right, now it's just a playthrough of the movie.
3: Yeah, it it just from that point on becomes last action hero. It's not they're just people in a movie who know they're in a movie and have to deal with basically Jason trying to murder them all. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think the interesting hook of it, though, is that one of the kids, uh, her mom was in this movie and had recently died. So when she realizes she's in this movie with her mom, this is another movie that's like it's super slapsticky and very modern day line reedy kind of like, we're just going to improvise and say the the craziest shit possible and get a reaction out of people kind of thing. Jokey joke movie. But then it also has this weird sympathetic heart felt stuff in it. it. It's a weird balance that I don't think entirely works. I kind of wanted more of the, the, the sincere stuff and less of the, the jokey joke stuff because To be honest, they are not really doing a good job at all of aping an '80s movie in any way, shape, or form. It's not believable for a second that they're in an '80s movie. I was
2: gonna say like there was points where my brain was going, wait, (laughs) like I just kept doing the like when, like when did wasn't Friday the Thirteenth like early '80s and you're doing White Snake, which is around like '86 or '87. I'm like. They very
3: specifically say this movie came out in '86, so okay. (laughs) But but still, it's it's not. They're just not doing it right. Like for for the the wealth of information that's out there that you could study about doing an '80s movie, they didn't pay any attention to it. Um, But I think what's interesting about it is that it's written by the son of the actor in, uh, uh, The Exorcist, and this was kind of his way of dealing with his dad's death being an action, uh, a horror movie person and having to kind of relive that, you know? So it, it's kind of that it's got kind of an interesting backstory to it. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't entirely work, but they try so hard to get this mother daughter thing to pull at your heartstrings. And 99% of the movie, I was just like, yeah, I see what you're doing, but I don't really feel it. The very last scene that they do with it worked for me uh, to where I was like, all right, you finally got me. Uh, but before that, I was just like, "You're not really doing this right." Like there, there is a lengthy period of time that the daughter doesn't make any attempt to say, "Hey, my mom's here somewhere." It's strange because she's seen the movie; she knows right. how, the events of the movie. <laughs> yeah, that's and knows just... she's in the movie yeah. and knows where her mom is in the scene and makes no attempt. Like it doesn't even phase her that oh, my mom's in the back seat of this van. If I just turn around. <laughs> It's strange. It's really strange.
2: But yeah, but like again, it's not really her mom because it's like the character in the movie. Right. Yeah, it's one of those weird things. But it's, yeah, it's, it's I I, I will say it's notable because I think this is the first time I've seen a movie with Malin Ackerman or is it Malin or Malin? I've never figured it out. I don't don't know. This is the first time I've ever seen her keep all her clothes on. I'm pretty sure in any movie ever. I think Rampage she did as well. Was she in that too? Yep. Okay. All right. So two movies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yes. But that's it. And also, the main girl is Vera Farmiga's sister, but she's like twenty something years younger than Vera Farmiga. <laughs> she's something. her niece. No, I think I read it was sister. I looked it oh, up. Oh, Really? Okay. Yeah. And it was like it was like she's your sister, but like twenty something years younger. <laughs> and I yeah, was like,
3: yeah it's weird. No, uh, yeah, she she's the girl who was on like the first season of American Horror Story. Oh,
2: okay. I never watched those, but yeah.
3: yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, the cast is everyone in in it is like, oh yeah, you okay? Yeah, you know, like Adam Devine is in it who. <laughs>
0: Hmm.
3: really I don't know about with that guy sometimes like (laughs) if he's directed well I'm okay with him but man sometimes his instincts are not good uh
1: yeah if they don't rein him in it's not good
3: yeah like I like him on on like righteous gemstones I think he's good on that but other times you you just see him as like hey do something funny you're like Uh. (laughs) ah um it's also, a PG, which is, or it's PG-13, which is really, so it's like a bloodless tribute to a slasher film, which, mm. no. Well, yeah, that, bloodless and
2: boobless, because, I mean, it's like there's shots where it's like, clearly we are supposed <laughs> to be showing you boobs here, but this yeah. movie will not allow us to.
3: Yeah, to to, to pay tribute to a, a genre that is, it, well, I mean, the, the, the whole Again, point yeah, of but, this thing is... Everyone in this movie has sex, and then the killer shows up and kills them. So they they spend the whole movie trying to keep the characters away from each other, which is interesting. Um, but yeah, it's just like for a movie that's supposed to be about sexy times and and gory killings, it's not about either. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I, I thought it was. I thought it's. Inter- I thought it was interesting. I it, oh, it's, it's shot yeah. really well. I think there's some some very cool directing in
2: it. Uh, yeah. I just, I, I just, like I said, I think it's an easy pass for him because it's like, I don't think it's a genre he has a particular great love for. I, I know his particular talents for Adam Devine. <laughs> you know, like I'm just saying, i have to say, I feel like there's some, some cards stacked against him on this one. And I just, I don't think it's, I don't think it's bringing anything particularly fascinating to the table in this subgenre, if you will. No, mm.
3: it, it's a neat idea. Sure. And it's a, it's a neat way to kind of work through grief for a character. But Yeah. I just I hate
2: to say it. I was watching it I was like, huh, okay, so this is this is what happens if like, you know, the Landon kid didn't start making movies. Like we would be making this where it's like, this feels like a clever idea that just nobody had any idea how to write.
3: Yeah. It's it's very much a proto yeah.
2: one of those. Right.
3: It feels like if this was the early days of, of Blumhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, back before they had any money to
2: do anything yeah i mean i don't i don't feel like it's money that's this thing's problem i just don't feel like the script is fleshed out very well i feel like it's like a first draft script maybe best draft script from a not so great screenwriter who knows <laughs> i don't know Probably. i mean yeah yep. i did look like the screenwriters went on to make that uh queen of the south show which i heard was really good it's like a oh, drug yeah. thing yeah but which seems strange because that's very not much in the same genre as this but yeah
3: yeah, and the director went on to make that isn't It a r- romantic movie, which just
2: ugh.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. But, mm. uh, yeah, it's all right. I, I just if you're making a checklist of time loop movies d- d- to cross this one off, it ain't that. It okay. should be that, but yeah. it ain't that.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, that's a shame. Still fine. It's mm-hmm. fine. I liked it. So now, now, what other what other movies are left <laughs> on your on the list? that you found oh i don't know i i just i saw that one and
3: jumped off i didn't really do Mm. a lot of them are like korean horror and there there's one like japanese short story that's been made three times and i guarantee you two of them are an anime so (laughs) Mm. no thank you yeah because if you come at me with anime
2: (laughs) you will get blocked yes (laughs) it's the Bamfcast motto right there it is yeah yeah uh, I, I just want to chime in. I decided to hop on HBO Max and watch the the sh- things that should be in theater things to catch up. I didn't didn't bother watching the Denzel movie, but I did watch uh, Judas and the Black Messiah and Tom oh, and okay. Jerry. So I was like, Tom and Jerry seems like a movie I could put on, put on in the background and that it would play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's pretty much what happened.
0: You're right. It would play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you <laughs> didn't you have internet. Up? Yes. You didn't accidentally end up with the Snyder cut? Uh no, no I didn't. Oh. I heard that Are was a thing trying? that happened. It, yeah, there was a there was no, a brief I, window. No, I
2: was just trying to watch Tom and Jerry. I, I... <laughs> <laughs> said no one ever. <laughs> I just like I said, I figured it would be entertaining enough to be on in the background and if it became I when it comes to things like that, I there is an intolerability uh, intoler tolerability that's a weird word Mm -hmm. a meter that will tick for me like Mm -hmm. a thing where i just be like nope that's the bridge too far right there that that fart joke smoosh sound, whatever thing that is nope get the fuck out of my face be gone Uh yeah (laughs) yeah this never really had that i mean it's honestly kind of a like you said it's other than it made me think where it was like this would have been a really good opportunity i think again like i feel like i don't want every Modern day reiteration of a cartoon or something from the heydays. I don't want to piss everybody off by like pointing out how shit was broken, <laughs> things, and we need to get better as people. But like uh-huh. this feels like you could have done something where the plot, the even if the the theme of the movie may have been it, like it should have been more explicitly said that it was talking about both the people and the animated animals that like you're both fucking at fault. Like, I mean, really, like, Jerry the mouse is really more the antagonist in this. And he's really, yes. like, an asshole. And, like, Tom's almost sympathetic in this. And it's like, but then at the end, it's like, they're both assholes. And it's like, <laughs> you just, you know, I don't, I, I don't know. I feel like, you know, like, the old antics of, like, how, oh, you know, cats chase mice, so therefore... That obviously, like, we're going to mm-hmm. infuse them with a bunch of human qualities and make them seem like they're malicious and malintent now. But you know, instead of just nature, but but like, I don't know. It's just like watching in this day and age. It's just like, wow, you're both just assholes. Like, to both fucking die, like, like, or get erased, or whatever happens to you, stupid animals. In this this weird. I believe they reality. get dipped in turpentine. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes.
1: The cannon, so to speak. Yes. And they talk like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Correct. Yeah. Yep. Did you like Judas and the
2: Black Messiah? Oh yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a that's a quality yeah. movie. It's no Tom and Jerry, but No, no, it certainly isn't. It's <laughs> it's not
3: something I would put on in the background.
2: <laughs> no. No, that's a that's a pay attention to movie.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so point Tom and Jerry on that yeah. one. <laughs> I had some That's laundry true.
1: to fold, so I put on Judas and the Black Messiah to really uh, yeah. help me get yeah. through it.
3: It's really just, man. Oof. <laughs> man, there's one scene with Martin Sheen in that movie where I wanted to reach in the screen and murder Martin <laughs> Sheen to death.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it the weird random interview where it's just like yes the fuck is happening right now"? <laughs> <laughs> yeah that yeah.
3: scene was like man i'm so mad right now
2: <laughs> i i'm not gonna say i've had anything remotely as uncomfortable as that happen to me at any point in time but i have had things where like people pull me aside and be like "Eh, you're a shitty white dude too right and i'll be like no no, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I will not be participating in whatever it is you're trying to secret annex me into. <laughs> like yeah. you may go away now.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That I've, has definitely happened. Yeah, <laughs> it's never been the director of the FBI, but <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it's true. Uh, yeah.
2: Anyway,
0: <clears throat> let's wrap this up. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, go to the website bmfcast.com and. Uh, that is where you will find all of our content. Click on the buttons. Um, join the Discord if you would like. We talk about shit all day long, and it's fun. Yeah. Um, if send us like a request that, for that. Yeah, send us a request. Like, like tweet us or email us. Um, do not message us over Facebook. I hate trying to access any of that shit. Um, or message us through Patreon or whatever. And if you happen to be on Patreon, you might as well become a patron. Uh, <laughs> gets you all sorts of... <clears throat> yep. Get you all sorts of bonus bullshit. Uh, we have way too many extra podcasts. Oh, we don't do that anymore, though. No, but uh, maybe <laughs> once in a while. But um, we got a bunch of extra content over there. Just sign up and you can have most of it. Um, sign up for a lot of money and you can have all of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, It's not a yeah, lot it, of money, though. It's really not. It's like, no. I, what, five bucks a month tops you out on, on the content, on the good good? Uh, for the content at this time,
3: yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's 60 bucks higher tiers,
0: I'm not sure why that's
1: like a video game
0: <laughs> yeah but uh, yeah throw us a couple bucks a month for uh, the privilege of having had us for 10 years for free or not Actually, I don't holy care
1: shit. 12 years tomorrow mm-hmm. oh, if you're shit. listening to the podcast 12 years. it'll be yep. yesterday 12 year anniversary <laughs> that's
2: 311 amazing. 311 yeah. is our unfortunate birthday yeah yep
1: it would have been earlier if we hadn't lost the initial recording.
2: True. That's it's right. Our, it's
0: our own fault. We're forever linked with a...
2: Are they Ska? Is 311 Ska? I don't uh, know what the hell they are. No, not really. Yeah, it's, it's not my It's time. not Ska. So it's like, They're yeah.
0: like sublime on different drugs. Mm. That's what they are. So whatever sublime is, uh, but with different drugs. Mm. But anyway, <clears throat> happy birthday to us. Yeah. And... <laughs> And as always,
1: the main feed will always be free. All the of other course. stuff is gravy. Right. If you like and to even, buy gravy.
0: Even so, like, we throw a little bit of that gravy out on the main feed from time to time. Mm-hmm. So if if you wait long enough, eventually we'll stop doing this all together and all of it will come out free. But in the meantime, if you want <laughs> to help us out with our, our bills and shit, we appreciate it. Um, Patreon.com slash BMFCast. That's all I got to say. Thanks. All right. Well, let's get out of here, shall we? Okay. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is BAMFCAST Variety Hour.
2: Away! (laughs) What? (laughs) What? (laughs)
0: <laughs> what is wrong? With I you? don't know. I did a weird voice thing last time and <laughs> some other times. <laughs> variety hour. <laughs>
2: so, so it was like a s- I'm the ghost of Snagglepuss. Yeah, boo! <laughs> <laughs> even <laughs> a spooky variety hour. Okay, last one to kill a bad guy buys the beer.